So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore, and a special program it is in that we're going to look at a psalm. The psalms have been tremendously helpful for me as the Lord delivered me out of great sin and addiction many, many years ago. And almost from the beginning of that time to now, this psalm has been a treasure to me and has blessed me tremendously. And I'm confident will bless you as well as you embrace what it says. And may I add, this psalm is very relevant for these difficult times in which we find ourselves today. Let's have a word of prayer. And, and may this program truly help us to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior Jesus comes for us in the clouds to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please tremendously bless every viewer today and help us with your Holy Spirit today. Help us understand and embrace and, and, and welcome this psalm into our hearts, minds, and lives. We thank you, Holy Father and our Savior, Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Psalm 25, to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. To you, O Yehovah, the Lord, where you see the word L-O-R-D capped there. It's the Hebrew letters, yud heh where we get the term Yahweh, Yehovah, Jehovah. So uh, we lift up our soul to Yahweh, the great I Am. And, and our soul pertains to who we are. You know, these bodies we live in now are corrupted and dying. For those who are born again and have received Messiah Jesus, He has a new glorified body for us that will house what? Our soul, who we are, our mind, our emotion, our will, our person. Yes? And, and so, do you lift up your soul to the Lord? Look at verse 2. Oh my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. When he says, oh my God, that word is Elohim. So Yahweh, Elohim. And Elohim is a plural word. It's translated in other places, speaking of false gods, as gods. Yahweh, Elohim, the Lord our God, the Father, the Son, Messiah, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He says, I trust in you. Question, dear friends, who are you trusting or what are you trusting in today? Is your trust really in our Savior, Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, through whom we have access to our Heavenly Father and the filling, the comfort, and the help of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Oh, He's the one to trust in. He never changes. We're going to see more about Him in this psalm that emphasizes and underscores why we should place our trust in Him and Him alone, especially now, especially now. We have enemies. 
We have enemies, this world system that's shaking its fist in God's face, the world, the flesh we have within us, this corrupted flesh that is so easily influenced and energized uh, by this world system and the demonic forces that are against the Lord and certainly against us. And, and those, those forces energize others who are raised up against us in different ways and in different times and places. He says, let my, not my enemies triumph over me. Yeah, uh, there are so many things in people, places, things that are against us today. Yes, we have someone we can trust, friends. We have someone who will protect us and make a way for us, right? And, but we have to wait on him. We have to wait on him. While we're doing what we know we have to do, there's things we don't know. Should I go this way or go that way? What should I do, Lord? Wait on him. We will not be ashamed. In the end, remember, we win as we wait on the Lord and go the way he has for us. And he speaks of that in verses 4 and 5. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Show me your path, your ways, your ways of thinking, your ways of being, your ways of doing things. We need to go his way, not our own way. We saw Israel get in great trouble with the Lord. We see this in the book of Hebrews, by the way, where he says, uh, they always go astray in their hearts and they have not known my ways. Teach me your paths. You see, there's a couple primary paths. One of them is a wide one that leads to destruction. Many are they who go in by that gate and path. And there's another gate and path. It's a narrow one that leads to life. And on that narrow path, you get the direction, the paths that the Lord has for you on that path. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. Messiah Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to God but through him. And teach me. Oh, he, he wants to teach us by his Holy Spirit. His grace teaches us. In Titus 2, we see it. His grace teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust, to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, and to look for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, the rapture. Watch, therefore, and be ready. He's teaching us every day for you. Listen, why would we trust in someone else instead of the God of our salvation? The one Father who sent His only begotten Son to live a sinless life and, and to take our punishment and our shame and the wrath of God that was due to us upon Himself on the cross and then He rose from the grave. Why wouldn't we wait on Him? Why wouldn't we trust in Him? Why wouldn't we want to know the way He has for us? So many are distracted and on other paths and walking in different ways. Yeah, wait on the Lord. Yes. Do you need to get quiet before the Lord, before his word, more than you do? And, and listen, he'll show you. He'll direct your steps. Hallelujah. Uh, verses 6 and 7. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, for they are from all of old. 
Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness' sake, O Lord. Oh, he's so merciful. He's so kind. You can appeal to his mercy. He doesn't give us what we deserve. He gives us mercy, right? And he's so kind to us. Oh, God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the kindest ones I've ever met. In a world that is so unkind, we have this kind, Yahweh Elohim, the Lord. Yes. Oh, trust in him. He'll, he'll give you mercy and seek, for his, seek out for his loving kindness, right? And, and he doesn't remember the sins of our youth as we've received Jesus as our Savior and Lord because he took our sins, as I mentioned earlier, upon himself on the cross. Yeah, he's good. He's good for your goodness sake, O oh Lord. He's good in a not-so-good understatement of the year world that we live in. He's good. Yes, verses 8 and 9. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he teaches sinners in the way. Upright here means correct, straight, level. You ever heard that term? Hey, just level with me. He'll always level with you. He's always good. He's always straight, not crooked. He's always correct, right? And he teaches sinners in the way. Oh, one of the great are you with me? I pray you are. One of the great definitions of grace that saves us is grace that teaches us and changes us. The grace of God is that he, the Father, the Holy Father in heaven, changes man the sinner into the image of his dear son, Jesus. Isn't that great? Grace is God the Father changing man the sinner into the image of his dear son. That's right. And the humble he guides in justice. That word justice there means from sound judgment. The humble he guides from sound judgment. And the, uh, the humble he teaches his way. Humility is so important. Humility before the Lord. No, arrogance and pride drives God away from us. He's afar off from the proud, but he does it what? He draws near to the humble. We need to humble ourselves. I, it's, and I can't tell you I've learned this. That wouldn't be very humble, would it? I'm learning humility. I'm learning humility. But we can humble ourselves so the Lord won't have to humble us, right? That's a word for someone today, right? All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. To who? Those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. We're going to pick up there when we come back because this is so important. I want to make sure I spend enough time on it. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim 
for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Listen to these important words from the back cover of my book. Is this the same America that you remember? What is the cause of all the trouble and where is the USA headed? In the Bible, the Lord gives the prescription for his people that will heal their land. But what happens when they refuse the cure? Immediately after the horrifying events of 9-11, there was a Bible verse often quoted, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. But statistics and the condition of our very sick country demonstrate that his people have not listened. There's another Bible passage that tells us what the Lord does when his people refuse to listen and persist in their own way. This powerful passage also warns of things we are seeing in the news and feeling in our hearts, indicating that America will be an increasingly dangerous place in the coming days. Thankfully, our merciful Messiah provided a place of refuge found in the scriptures from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel that will be the only safe harbor for Americans today. 
During these perilous times that are engulfing our land, you will find the only place of safety revealed on the pages of America's Ark. Gold, guns, and a house in the hills stocked with food is not the answer. Only the safety promised in the Word of God will protect us. Thankfully, beyond protection, there is even a victorious way forward in America's Ark. We would like as many people as possible to get this book. It'll be such a blessing and a help for you in this critical hour. So with a donation of any amount to our ministry, we'll send you a copy of America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Just make sure that you mention America's Ark in the memo section of your check or in the note section for online giving. We would like as many people as possible to experience the mercy of the Lord in this time of His judgments. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We're in this really powerful psalm, Psalm 25. And I'm just going to continue where we left off in verse 10. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth to such as keep His covenant and His testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. He himself shall dwell in prosperity, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. Well, in verse 10, the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. Oh, this is the path we want to be on, especially in this dangerous and corrupt generation. But it's to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. And folks, this is why I teach covenant on this program so much. Too, too often it's skipped over. It's not taught that much in churches. But the Lord's keeping his covenant promises. He operates by his covenants. The Abraham covenant, the David covenant, all and, and many others fulfilled in the new covenant by our Savior Jesus who rose from the grave having died on the cross for our sins. And so we're to be good covenant partners and embrace his grace and walk as good covenant partners by his grace and the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? And, and so for his namesake, he has pardoned our iniquities that are great. Iniquity is turning to or having to have our own way. In Isaiah 53, we see all we like sheep have gone astray. We've all gone our own way. And, and that the Lord took our transgressions upon himself on the cross. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, right? And, and, and he says here, as I read a moment ago, who's the man that fears the Lord? He teaches those who fear him in the way he chooses. He has a plan. He has a path for us to walk in, very, very specific to each one of us on our journey, but we have to fear the Lord. And that's also something missing today in modern Western, or, or dare I say it, Americanized Christianity. The fear of the Lord, oh no. See, we have to fear the Lord if we want wisdom, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. No, it, it's foolishness. It's nonsensical not to have a healthy fear of this awesome, almighty, holy God that even makes us tremble. I've heard people say, well, you know, the fear of, the, of God isn't like walking around trembling. Well, well no, it's not, it's, it's not that we walk on eggshells and that kind of thing. No, but a healthy fear of the Lord does make us tremble. Work out your own salvation in what? 
fear and trembling, the Apostle Paul said, right? And, and, and this is the way an expression of really knowing him is having a healthy fear of him. Uh, verse 13, as I read a moment ago, that he, uh, the one who fears the Lord and is walking in the way of the Lord, dwells in prosperity. This isn't the modern prosperity uh, doctrine movement that's going around, right, that feeds into the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of this life. No, no, no. This is biblical prosperity. It means that, that there, there, the, there's goodness and pleasantness in the life of one who walks in the ways of the Lord and fears Him. And there are benefits and even good things that they, that they get to have in this life in different times, in different seasons, in different ways, right? And, 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 and this is beautiful. And his descendants shall inherit the earth. Wow, train a child up in the Lord. And when he's old, he will not turn from it, right? Yeah, I'm so thankful for my children who know the Lord. And they're not walking in the ways of this insane world system, right? And I love this. All oh, this has been so important for me since the time I began reading this psalm at the beginning of my walk with our Savior, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. The secret things of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. We see the fear of the Lord again and the covenant again, right? Yeah. The secret things are things that are spoken between those who are intimate. Listen, you don't tell everyone else the very specific, certain private things that you tell your wife, your husband, your children, right? That's for, that's for inside the house, uh, those who walk together in great intimacy. Well, where do we get that from? The Lord himself. And, and for those who f have a healthy fear of the Lord, a right fear of the Lord, and they walk in the ways he has chosen for them. They, they read his word. They're people of prayer. They're in the body of Messiah growing in the grace of the Lord, individually and together corporately in the body of Messiah. Now, these are the ones who walk in the Lord's ways. And, of course, he's going to show them things he doesn't show others, especially those pertaining to his covenant. Why? Because, again, the true and living Yahweh Elohim, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, operates by His covenant promises. Now, we move on to this, verses 15 through 18. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for He shall pluck my feet out of the net. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Turn yourself to me and have mercy on me, for I am desolate or lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Look on my affliction and my pain and forgive all my sins. First off, I want to ask you, where are your eyes? What are you focused on? All the things around you, the cares of this life. It's not to say that you should ignore what's going on around you. No, no, no. But where is your heart? Where are your eyes? He says, he says this, our eyes are to be on him. Our eyes are to be on him. Like a servant with the master, our eyes are to be on him. Keep your eyes. He will keep him in perfect peace. His mind is stayed upon him before he, because he trusts in him. No, keep your eyes. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face for the things of earth, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and his grace. And, and so 
we cry out to him regularly for mercy, or at least we should. I sure do. Yeah. And, and he says, look at my affliction and my pain and forgive all my sins. Yeah. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And we finish reading, consider my enemies for they are many and they hate me with cruel hatred. Keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed for my, I put my trust in you. Let integrity and a, let my integrity, let integrity and uprightness preserve me. For I wait on for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all their troubles. Increasingly, our enemies and the darkness encroaches upon us as disciples of Messiah Jesus. But we have a keeper, our keeper. He who keeps Israel neither slumbers or sleeps is also the keeper of everyone in the body of Christ around the world. Disciples of our Savior Jesus. He says, let integrity, moral Excellence, which is also synonymous with uprightness. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on you. Waiting on the Lord, a theme again. He says, redeem, O Israel. Redeem Israel, O God, out of their troubles. And that's exactly what he's going to do according to his covenant promises. And what's coming is the rapture. We're going to be taken out of here to this place the Lord has prepared for those who are born again, disciples of Messiah Jesus. And the wrath of God is going to be poured out upon the earth. And those, and the Lord's going to keep his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and bring a third of Israel, according to Zechariah 13:9, a third of Israel through the tribulation who will call upon his name when we return with the Lord from heaven. That's going to take place in this generation, according to the word of God. Yes, are you born again? Have you received Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Oh, if not, call upon his name even now. Do you know you're going to go up in the rapture. Do you know that you're saved? You're born again, forgiven of all your sins. Oh, call upon his name. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Repent. Turn, your, turn away from the sins that are in your life and receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord, and he'll give you eternal life. And if you're doing that even today, Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. If you're doing that now, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us so we can send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you for this program today. Please tremendously bless everyone watching, and may your words sink deep down into our ears and bless us. That word we've heard today, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. For everyone watching, remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus, he's coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. 
Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back and restore